we know of what the guys are doing, but we never actually see them in their element. And what we do, I think, is very powerful. I've, I've seen, you know, your final stretch and trajectory in flight school and everything you had to go through and push through and everything you grew in and flourished, etc. I never actually understood, I never understood the magnitude, but I never felt it. I never, like, actually took it in until when we flew and I was like, yo, <laughs> yo, <laughs> like, it's not that I didn't believe it before. It's not about that. It's just about you don't fully grasp it mm. until you're sitting in the plane. We're about to take off. You're with radio. You're filling in the things. You had the map beforehand. You're studying it. Sterile cockpit. No one talking. We're going up and you're like, yeah, <laughs> like we're going. Oh, man. Like, and you're in the zone and you're dialed in and it's professionalism but then doing it your way mm-hmm. i'm the captain now huh? captain buddy. you know how many times i get that i'm the captain now that's look at racist, me man. look at me that's pretty racist not really just because you're small you referencing it that's exactly why <laughs> <laughs> all right can you get this party started huh bismillah bismillah all right welcome back to another episode of purposeful project salam everyone I'm, Good to be back. Yes, yes, yes. My name is Adnan. No, I'm still cutting you off. My name is Humam. That's okay. We'll, we'll get through <laughs> one day. <laughs> but before we get started, I actually wanted to say something about like just all the feedback and everything we've been getting. Mm-hmm. And by the way, today's going to be um, our third part series of confidence, which is going to be dress. Mm-hmm. But um, just uh, detouring for a second off of that, all the feedback we've been hearing is insane, especially from all the just just people I wouldn't even expect to be listening Big time. and, you know, tuning in and stuff like that and the feedback and everything like that. It's been, it's been great. So thank you to everybody that reaches out. Like mm-hmm. it's actually, it means the world because we're not trying to like, we're just trying to have organic, real conversation whatever comes from it comes from it, mm-hmm. you know? And I, I think one important thing too is that it's very horizontal and it's irrespective of background. I think that's been one of the most beautiful things too that, you know, of course uh, you and I are both, Muslim um, and come from, you know, same city, but uh, the conversations we've been having and the people that have been having dialogue with us and joining in and tuning in and then having reciprocal feedback um, within our own lives, uh, respectively, has been amazing. And from people from all walks of life, all different backgrounds, ethnicities, religions, uh, mindsets, perspectives, and you, you, you see such a amazing amalgamation of thoughts that really brings us all together so it's been wonderful thus far and i think all the feedback has been important to tweak our own selves um and how we deliver this but then also how we take this beyond just you know the studio 100 100 percent. so shout out to you guys without uh any further ado let's get into dress this yeah, is gonna yeah, be yeah. romance <laughs> um Oh, oh realm. So this guy, Dress. this guy is the man D-R-E-S-S, of this one. Oh, we man. in here. <laughs> this guy, honestly, I'll tell you guys a quick story. This morning we're talking about, and we're talking about, okay, what are we gonna be talking about, and what's our topic today? And as I was talking to Humam about it, I said talking, I think like five, six times now. That's all good. <laughs> Repetition. It's a spelling bee. I spelled dress. You're repeating your word. <laughs> you get a spelling test. Oh. So this morning when I was talking to Humam about. Uh, our topic today, he was salivating over a dress. <laughs> That's cap. That's cap. 
<laughs> I actually just woke up from a good nap. <laughs> Hence the... <laughs> no. Oh, man, that's rough. No, man. but honestly, though, to give you guys a short background, like, man is... But man's out here in a baby blue track pan with the OVO hoodie, mashallah, hey, icy hey, chain. Shalom, just shalom. cleaned it with a toothbrush. <laughs> <laughs> toothbrush, yo, toothbrush and toothpaste. He bro. just took his Air Forces out of the box, too. I can mm, smell the leather. Mm, Receipts in the box, too. But, no, to give you guys a little background about Hamam, this day one. So, growing up, we used to go to the mosque, which is a place of worship. And um, every day, I used to see him. I used to be like, damn, this guy is dressed like he's running for presidency. <laughs> I'm like, mashallah, every time. <laughs> I literally am having flashbacks right now. I'm not just walking out. You used to wear a lot of jerseys, too. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, because I was fat. Yeah. <laughs> he used to cover it up, bro. You walk out in the jersey, and you look up, and you're like, Mr. President. That's oh, true. Yo, who invited this white boy? To <laughs> <laughs> That's literally what I used to say. I'm like, yo, who's this white boy? That was our relationship actually for more years than we've had this whole new relationship right now. Uh, who invited the white boy here? No, man. It was crazy. But, yeah, no. So, yeah, he was a dresser since day one. So, when he told me about, okay, he got into style by Sarai and just created a whole thing and... And is like fully engulfed in the fashion world. It, it mm-hmm. just made so much sense. So I only have one question for you. Not yeah. only one question. We'll get into no, a exactly. lot. But what got you into dress to begin with? Oh, man. Good question. And I, I feel like this is a beautiful question to ask every single person that mm-hmm. actually has an appreciation for dressing. And I just want to make a, a, you know, a statement from early on. Dressing well has nothing to do with the price point. It has nothing to do with certain style. It has nothing to do with what pieces you have. It's about feeling your most strong and confident self to be the best version of who you are. And that's always been our mantra at SYS, but that's also always been something that um, has been innate within myself. And I feel like it's so beautiful to hear everyone's stories on dress because you hear such various perspectives on it. And it's beautiful because I think that's what anything creative is about. It's about hearing everyone's stories. Um, you know, whether you ask someone what's their favorite type of music, what's their favorite food, what's their favorite clothing, what's their favorite cologne, the list goes on. Um, makeup styles. I know you're pretty adept at that. <laughs> <laughs> like what foundation you use and like Fenty, Fenty products. <laughs> You know, Riri, basically. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, that diamond bomb. That diamond bomb. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> but time back to the question. Um, you know, my, my mom my mom and dad, you know, they've they both been big about dress and appearance. Mm. For them, it's always been a respect to society. And for my dad, it's, it's always been something that he had instilled in him as a child. And then my mom, it was instilled in her as a child and he kept going. And even with my grandparents, my maternal grandparents, like my grandmother, Allah, um, you know, she wouldn't leave the house without lipstick on and perfume. And she had to be ready in that regards. Uh, my grandfather has always been uh, big as well, too. Um, and he still is on, you know, having two liters of cologne on, trimmed facial hair, sideburns cleaned up, collared shirt, you know, always dialed. 
shoes polished, all of that. Uh, nails clean, so the list goes on. So that's always been, I think, grooming and, and tailoring and clothing has always been a part of our lives. And even since I was young, um, sometimes I would even argue with my mom. I'd be like, no, I can't wear this windbreaker with these pants because the pants are wool and no, it doesn't work. The windbreaker fabric is this. It, it just doesn't mesh. And she's like, put on your damn jacket. Yeah, I'm like, no, but it, it, doesn't, it doesn't mesh. And so I've always had that OCD about things clicking um, when it comes to presentation and garments. But then I also always was instilled in me to like, you know, have my hair done, have product in, cologne, uh, things have to be properly fitted, shoes clean, nails clean. All of that stuff has always just been a part of our life. That is amazing because mm -hmm. that just built that foundation you got young. Mm -hmm. This ties into my question, but nowadays, like I find like, for example, that sounds all good. Mm -hmm. It makes you feel good, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. But then that time, that effort, is it really worth it? I'd rather mm -hmm. just get up and just get out of here. Like what is that question is, what does that mean to you about you taking that extra steps? For sure. How That's a that really good question too. And I want to ask you that after I finish too. Because again, I feel like it's so beautiful to hear everyone's perspective. But I appreciate that. Um, it's multifold. I think everything as humans goes back to appreciation. Not to sound like, you know, doomsday and nothing, nothing matters in the world. But truly, if we dial everything down to the core and bare minimum and basics... We truly don't need a lot of things in life um, when it comes to material and when it comes to certain things as well, too, from a fulfillment standpoint. Uh, our basic needs are what keeps you know, our bodies running and, and our minds as well, too. Um, so when it comes to clothing or style or dress, whatever that may be defined to you as, some people think dress is just their jewelry. So their clothing is very basic, just a t-shirt and jeans, but they either don't care about what they have on except for the jewelry or they feel the most strong and confident in an amazing t-shirt and jeans and who's to take that away from you. Mm -hmm. So in either of those situations, regardless of the t-shirt and jeans, they put so much emphasis on the jewelry side of things. So they'll spend, you know, X thousands on the watch and the ring and the necklace or whatever it may be but they'll never spend that ever on clothing regardless of what they have or not. Mm. And again, it doesn't go back to price point, but just to show that, that example. Some people, they only care, let's say, about shoes. So the rest of the outfit is just basics, but the shoes is literally like it has to be top tier or a specific type of shoe. So everyone approaches style in a very different way. Um, and then when it goes to time, how much time do you want to put into it? Some people are like, oh, no, I just have my uniform. I have, I buy, you know, 10 of these shirts, 10 of these pants or jeans, and like a couple of these shoes, and I just wear that every day. Time is so important to me. I need to get ready. To me, when I think about that, I'm like, does it really take that long? Like, let's say you give yourself 30 minutes to an hour to get ready. Is your day truly going to change depending on you shaving that down to 10 minutes or 15 minutes? Mm -hmm. Like, to me, I don't see that. But then also to me, I love the aspect of ritual. And I also love the aspect of having things exactly um, to my liking, but not the same every day. So one example would be, um, you know, getting ready. I like for everything to be timed in a certain way. People clown me all the time about it. Like some of my uh, <laughs> really close people in my life, they're like, how do you know that it takes you exactly six minutes to do your hair? I'm like, because I've timed it. 
They're like, just do it. Who cares? I'm like, no, but I find there's it's part of the process. I need to know how long each each aspect takes and how I can change things up. Um, and I have a more flexible way of getting ready. Like when I get ready, I don't pre-plan. I don't look at the forecast the night before. And it's very much on the day. Um, and it's just something innate. Like I can just put things together. But some people need that time to think about it. So it's such a, again, it's such an open-ended thing where you can either appreciate that it does take the time it does and enjoy that process. Mm-hmm. Or you can... like no I just want to shave it down and you find solace that you now have an extra 25 minutes (laughs) in your day I say in a belittling way I don't mean it but I'm just like I'm uh, again you see where my uh, opinion comes in in the way that I talk about it so to me I I enjoy the process I enjoy the skincare I enjoy the hair care I enjoy the garment side of it I enjoy the jewelry side of it the shoes etc so I give so much time to that but not in a way that eats up your time and that's where you're fixated in your life um, when i put something on or i or i do something i also choose to just never think about it and i'm not looking for praise for when i put it on and i'm not looking to be um you know complimented on it i'm not looking to be a, a given given attention for it i'm just putting it on and i forget about it mm. Don't get don't get too fixated on the details. I feel like that that's when it gets where um, it's counterproductive. Mm. But I'd like to circle back to questions and ask your style story and where you derive your sense of confidence when it comes to dress. So honestly, <clears throat> going back, like I have to take you back. Like me growing up, style was never a thing. Mm-hmm. Complete opposite. Like it was like it was just I let me like. Um, like put on a decent whatever, get the hell out of here. Like mm-hmm. that, that's it. Get get out of the house. You know what I mean? Out of yeah. there. And especially, I think it was to do with I never really liked about style. I liked style too much because I was a I was a chubby kid growing up. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Big body. I know, but walking around. <laughs> big body. <everything. laughs> so I was a big kid growing up. So I never really cared about style too much yeah, there. And I think it was when once I started to lose weight and once I started to try different things on and once I started to take that time, then I'm like, oh, shoot, like, you know what I mean? And honestly, if I'm being completely honest, I think in the last like maybe year and a bit, like not even, it was because I left for school like when I was out like over there, bro, I don't care what happens. I'm like in grind mode. When I'm in grind mode, I could give a shoot how I look or whatever it is. Like I'm just locked. You get what I'm saying? So like... I never really cared. I think it was once I started to come back that I was like, okay, now I'm back in the real world where it's like now, you know what I mean? I actually need to take the time to like actually dress properly. You know what I mean? And and like grab different garments or whatever I like. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Piece different things together. So And then also using that and um, understanding that that makes me feel better. Mm-hmm. Like as an individual, when I wake up, you know what I mean? Now, especially since I have a beard and everything like that, mm-hmm. shave, whatever. We just feel it, like, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> After years, you know, you know what my parents say? They'd be like, quick little side note, but they'd be saying, I used to shave my beard every day as a kid. Oh, I used to be like, yeah, get yeah. the razor. I'm like, I need it. I need it. You know what yeah, whereas I'm going crazy. Seven the full beard. <laughs> oh my God. Yo, how many times did you fail? <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh man, I tell you so. Uh, so yeah, no. I, it looks good, man. I'm telling you, man. I use some hair products, you know. The no, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah. To tie it back though, it's it's been huge now, mm-hmm. and like understanding how good it makes you feel, yeah. and in return, how you act with certain people, how you keep your back straight mm-hmm. when you're around. You know, you're feeling good, smelling good. You know what I mean? Looking good. You yeah. just automatically project it's, that confidence yeah, it's outwards. It's fine-tuning yourself. Like even when just bringing back the beard topic um, for yourself, it's it, it's fine-tuning. It's understanding your face, understanding your body, understanding what you enjoy about yourself, right? Um, and then drawing, you know, pulling things out in your silhouette or pulling things out in your facial features and then diminishing certain aspects. Like It's an art form in and of itself. And if you choose to appreciate that, mm. though, because if you don't, then, you know, it really has no value um, apart from what you put into it. So, you know, touching back to your story, though, just to go back to it. So in the last year and a half, though, how has that changed your outlook on your own confidence? Mm, it's It's been huge. I would say it's definitely been huge. Because then... Because you're out of grind I'm, mode. Yeah. And then now you're back in the real world, uh-huh. but you're still grinding in a different way. Mm. Yeah, so it's it's been like yeah, because now it's a different type of grind mode. Exactly. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Now it's like okay, now I'm showing face. Before it was like I locked myself in a dungeon, mm-hmm. studying these books, studying or reading these videos, whatever it is that needs to get done. It's just me, myself, and I. You get mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But now, if you ask me, like okay, let's say I would have to do the same kind of grind mode as before, I would take that extra time to make myself sure that I like. Uh, I would take that extra time to make sure that I'm straight. Like as in like I'm mm-hmm. shaving, I get that haircut, I'm feeling good, I'm taking also, that extra you time for the skin. That. Right now, I would because it would make uh, me feel better. Even more so. Even more so. That's interesting. That's interesting. Even more so. Yeah. Because of the power of it, I see it now to mm-hmm. where it's like, yo, it, it's not. You, you just automatically give out good energy because you're feeling good. Yeah, you're feeling you know good. I mean? Indirect. There's actually a tie to performance. And indirect is a huge thing. I think there's a lot of things in the subconscious we have yet to discover and it, there's a lot of power to that and touching on our previous also episode we were talking about how there's so many different perspectives on etiquette decorum confidence all these different topics and values that we can have within ourselves and character traits etc there's no right or wrong there's no oh this one's better than this one they're all valid in their own regards based on your lived experience but also based on your, the variables in your life and what you want to do etc but I find it so interesting that like, even when I look back at my school years, you know, there's an element of ego, though, that you need to dissociate from or actually shut down mm-hmm. where when you're feeling yourself, you also want to check yourself, too. Um, but I remember when I would go to a final exam or a midterm, I would, you know, have my hair done, outfit on, tie, no tie, whatever the fit was, I was dialed cologne everything dialed in and i would go and do my exam in the front row you know first soft type b mm. <laughs> right behind the, the professor the first soft in the exam but not the mustard <laughs> nah, you know, it's a lot that's the problem you that's what did the guy say <laughs> Right behind, <laughs> yo, quick little side. Uh, Did you see that? I think I'm gonna cut this part out, yeah. but it's actually really funny. Uh-huh. Did you see that imam that said this kid asked him, like, I have an exam, do I have to fast? Yeah, and the imam looks at him, he's like, 
Uh, it depends. If you want to go hell, it's up yeah. to you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've seen that trend. I've seen that trend. Oh, wow, that's yeah. Bro, that's, that, that, that type of stuff, like, I'm just so confused about it, especially when guys are age and stuff. And I understand everyone has different variables in their life and fasting isn't necessarily for everyone, depending on what you have, etc. But if you are able to and you understand the rationale and you know the value of Research. it and, and you're a, right. like you at the end of the day you're able to and you should be mm-hmm. but your excuse is oh, i'm gonna lose muscle mass or, ah, i can't i got when you have like i always remember this uh uh it was i don't know if it was a panel or i forget what it was but basically they were asking questions uh to a sheikh during ramadan and they were like oh um you know these children i forget which country it was but they're asking um does our fast count if we have nothing to break our fast with? And the sheikh just started crying. Because here you have kids in this war-torn country that are asking, wait, does our fast count even though we didn't break our fast every morning? If you have that, you're telling me, oh, bro, I'm losing my game. Come on, man. Come on. And again, I'm not like, to judge, <laughs> not to end. Like Fundamentally, we just need man. to go back. Perspective, yeah, yeah, it's deeper. And there was a there's a component of ego that came with that because I sort of got a rap of like, yo, are you the professor? Even when I was at the hospital working, like, yo, are you the doctor, man? Like, why are you always dialed? Why are you always dressed up? So there was a part of ego where I also kept wanting to, you know, one up my outfits or this just to keep getting that, which I think is wrong. And again, you're young; it's in your head. I I do acknowledge it and. You know, it's something that I alhamdulillah uh, worked on. I think it always creeps back in as being human is. We always have that side of us. Um, but I would be so confident even though I may not have known some of the stuff on the exam. Mm. Or I'm so confident even though I might have forgot a part of the process um, in one of the surgical wards or clinical trials that we were uh, trying to get done at the hospital. So you exude a level of confidence where people think that you know what you're doing even though you, that day you might be off your game or you slipped up or you forgot but they still give you that benefit of like no he he or she are meant to be here they know what they're doing and that ties into the last episode when you were talking about how when you exude that level of confidence and you carry yourself in a certain way then people will automatically give you those places and those spaces to occupy and prosper in because so they're like oh you're the best person to fit you're the best candidate like even if they're Without any candidates in, it's like, no, no, you have to be here. And so sometimes it's, it's given with the right accolades and such to the person with the right accolades and such, but sometimes it's not. And when you start questioning, well, wait, why does this person, why is this person sitting in this position? They don't have the background in this. They don't have the academics or the skills, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But maybe what they have is the emotional intelligence, the ability to connect and the confidence that they exude both characteristically and physically. That's so interesting. Hence why they take up this position and they excel Uh. so much in this position, Uh. but they have no traditional foundational things that you expect someone in that position to have. I can talk about this. Yeah, no, no. (laughs) That's so interesting you say that because I think think for a long time, for me specifically, I think that's why maybe I never cared about um, dressing and stuff like that because I just wanted to kind of hide in the shadows and mm-hmm. not be like, okay, in the limelight or certain things. Mm-hmm. Maybe I didn't want to take that extra time because I didn't want to shine. I just wanted to kind of like just creep by mm-hmm. and that's it. 
You got what I'm saying? Psychology, psychology is closely tied in. No, 100%. And then once it's like I've seen that, okay, I can perform, then I kind of am coming Mm -hmm. out that shell. But for you, like, mashallah, it's really good where it's like, yo, I'm like sued my confidence from the get. Like, I don't care. Like, I'm here. I'm here to show out in a sense Mm -hmm. to where it's like, then that's amazing, man. Mashallah. Because that's, that's, that right there, man, is the level that I feel like that I'm striving for and that we all should strive for. No, you know I, 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 I appreciate that. Habibi, I appreciate that. But then also on top of that though, is you don't want to have that, but then there's no substance behind yeah, you. Yeah, for and sure. And I think that's something that sometimes people use style that's from a presentation, visual, physical standpoint mm-hmm. to make up for the fact that they are nervous, that they are anxious, that they are scared that they don't know necessarily where they're going or what they're doing or who they want to be, but they find so much comfort in um, the, the presentation side. Like, I look so put together, I must have everything thought of. I must have everything under my belt. I must know what I'm doing. And so it's a very dangerous thing when it comes to um, situations like that because you realize that if you take away everything, you don't really have a grasp on who you are. Mm-hmm. And that's one thing where I'll admit I got caught up in is, okay, you know, now I have these pieces in my wardrobe I've always wanted. Ever since I was a kid, I was like, I'll never be able to get this. Maybe inshallah one day, now I have it. Uh, I've always wanted this sort of accessories. Now I have them. Well, now what? You know, do I still feel that emptiness and keep chasing to want this, this, this? Or do I find contentment in who I am without these things, I feel the best and most strongest and most confident. And then when I add these things, it's truly just a supplement. It's like it's like the biggest, no, I hear you, that, that's crazy. Because it's, it's like that biggest, one of the biggest conversations we have and most important, I feel, is the one of, you know, we're striving for so much mm-hmm. and inshallah, God willing, we'll get that. Mm-hmm. But that success that we're striving for mentality wise if we're not straight and like actually care and love ourselves deeply right now we we are not going to love ourselves later exactly and it's not going to make a difference that and that's the point you're saying where it's like it's not going to make a difference whether you have these clothes these cars these houses Mm -hmm. whatever if we don't have that level of respect and love right right now now. you're not going to get it tomorrow You're literally not going to get it tomorrow. And that's the most powerful thing, tying back to visualization. When we were walking to the studio, we were talking about visualization. We were saying that you can see the trajectory you're going based on visual cues or things. So like when I did my vision board, I think it's four years ago now or three years ago, there was a lot of material. There was, you know, a yacht. Uh, a watch uh, certain things that I've wanted mm-hmm. but then there was also quotes in certain places that I wanted to host things at etc so like for example one of one of the things was um, uh, a Rolex and one of the other things was Madison Square Gardens and one of the other things was quote um, so Madison Square Gardens because I want to host an event there one day inshallah Rolex is just because I wanted that model and then the quote is something that spoke to me when I did the vision board again last year, it was purely just quotes, um, uh, affirmation, accountability, um, prolific achievements of people throughout history, and it had nothing to do, and values, and it had nothing to do with material. Now, don't get me wrong, I love material because I love craftsmanship, I love history, I love heritage, I love materials, 
I love things that go into products. I love product design, presentation, all that stuff I love and I appreciate. But without it, I'm still who I am because the deeper underlying goal is building out legacy, building out generational aspects, building out love, building out our community, our ummah. That is what stands the test of time. But you can still appreciate other things. So you also don't want to be like, forget everything in the world, nothing matters, we're all, you know. Kumbaya. Exactly. Yeah. Or, like, or like, oh, we're all going to the grave, not taking anything with us, whatever. Yeah, true. <laughs> but still enjoy, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, if the Rasul even like Jum'ah, he would, you know, groom himself and take care of himself and this, you want to still enjoy what you're given, mm-hmm. um, but at the same time, always be mindful of, of the future and the, and the present day ummah and community and perspective on the less fortunate mm-hmm. and, and how we can help, etc. So, tying it back in, I love it, man. Tiny we love back. that saying. <laughs> Tying <laughs> it back in. Yeah. That's something you learned. <laughs> <laughs> no, but honestly, though, like bringing it all back together, it all comes down to yes, confidence has a huge deal to do with dress, mm-hmm. how you look, how you physically put yourself together, shaving, whatever mm-hmm. it is, as female makeup, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But deeper than that, if you don't respect and love yourself, there will be that that's all it. doesn't mean that's nothing that, that's mean, that means no you know and, yeah exactly and don't get me wrong i would love an iced out ap i, w- I would love that <laughs> inshallah like one though. day but that is not what will provide you with happiness yeah. tying into this though and i just said tying in again <laughs> <laughs> moving away from this in a sense but still in the same conversation have you seen first impressions of you change based on what you were wearing and did you prefer that change of first impression or did you not? Yes. So people absolutely act different to how mm-hmm. you're dressed, how you look. Because I think innately as humans, like we automatically judge people off exactly. rip once you meet yeah. them, you know. But I think deeper than that, it takes a different type of person to look past that. And not mm-hmm. only look at how they're dressed, but also bringing together how they're acting. Mm-hmm. I, for me, for example, how I judge a person is... The small actions mm-hmm. of, okay, how are they walking? How are they opening the door? How are they with Looking people? Eye contact. Eye contact. Yeah. How is their back? The small things like that, which is like, it gives me indications of, okay, how generally this person may be, you mm-hmm. know, because we're all judging. How you speak to certain staff versus speaking with your friends, does that respect translate across the board? Facts. So, so with all that, like, um, like how people are mo- like, because we all judge. Mm-hmm. As humans, we all judge, mm-hmm. but it's the difference is judging negatively or in a positive way of like actually trying You're to understand people. Yeah. Exactly. Trying to understand somebody or whatever it is, hyping them up. So with that, like uh, I know I always loved that underdog mentality, like tying it to all those mm-hmm. episodes back. I think there's a deeper thing within myself that maybe I need to address, but mm-hmm. it's like that underdog mentality of like, I want you like, that's when I go to fancy restaurants, for example, sometimes I'll just go in my sweatpants or sweatsuit mm-hmm. or whatever. Just like, just chilling vibe, yeah, you yeah, know? Yeah. To where it's like, okay, uh, count me out, whatever. But it's like, it's all good. I, it's all good. I feel comfortable, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I'm chilling, you know? So it's 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 really interesting. We're also reoccupying man. those spaces too. Mm, but that's I, what we love saying. When it comes to the restaurant thing, it's it's... There's so many layers to this. I feel like we can't even cover this in a conversation or in a week. Like, there's just so much to it because 
the restaurant thing, I, I do see that perspective of like, I'm going to come into the space where it's predominantly only these people or, or because of price point or because of community around the, the, the building or the establishment, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. You don't see people like us or like me or like you, et cetera. We also can be in all these spaces too. The one thing when it comes to restaurants though, is I feel like there's a certain level of respect one has to give to the chef, to the staff, to the establishment itself. Hence why like personally, I would never go to a restaurant in sweatpants. Just just me because I'm like, no, it's a respect to their space. I'm entering this, this place. I want to give the highest level of respect I can to the staff, to the chef, to the you know, sous chef, to the people on the team. Like I'm here to enjoy. I want to also be dialed up. If they're dialed up for us, I want to be also dialed up. I don't look at it like that but though. Exactly. Yeah. And that's a completely different, that's yeah. what I'm saying. There's so many layers to mm -hmm. it. But you know, this ties me back to a, a story with one of my clients. He was with his friend who's very, very affluent. They're both quite affluent individuals. But my client loves dressing up. He just loves it. He's always loved presentation, family of tailor. Like he just, he loves that mm -hmm. stuff. And so when they went to a couple Michelin star restaurants and they go to one and, you know, my client's dialed up and he, again, he loves dressing up and he's all fresh and stuff. And then his friend though, he always loves going like ripped t-shirt, old jeans, like, I don't care, flip flops and this, and he'll just walk in. And so usually if that happens, there's a level of prejudice from establishments of like, you know, who the hell are you? Don't come in, etc. And he likes to challenge that because he's, uh, he's like, if you, if you don't treat me as a, you know, human being with certain same level of respect as you treat others, then you have a fundamental issue. And I get that. I understand that. But when they went to one in Japan, the restaurant was like, hey, we're really sorry. We love to host you. We're not actually judging. We're not telling you to leave. We would love to have you. But because this is like our home and we revere this place, we do ask if you could please put on this suit. And they brought a suit from the back. They're like, please, you know, we don't want to make you feel uncomfortable, but it's a respect to the chef. It's a respect to everyone. We would love if you could put this on. And I thought that was super cute because they're not coming from a place of like, oh, who the hell is this guy? They're coming from a place of like, no, like, let's just, let's just all be, you know, dialed together and, and dressed in this way. I think that's super cute and I think that's very respectful. Um, it all depends on It all depends. Because if, if, of course, if, if there's a level of, uh, like, beforehand, a level of respect that's mm -hmm. written down or whatever that people know that, mm -hmm. okay, you're supposed to dress this way or that way or whatever it is that makes sense mm -hmm. you know what i mean like you said that japanese restaurant that makes complete sense if everybody if the culture is like okay like this is looked at as disrespectful whatever it is and they yeah. pull up to you in a way of hey blah blah like put this on and then you put it on completely fine mm -hmm. but when i'm when i'm saying like like for example going to a restaurant or whatever and going to sweatpants or whatever it's more of I, I'm just taking it easy. I'm relaxing. Mm -hmm. I want to enjoy the food and this is comfortable for me. Mm -hmm. It may be comfortable for you just like how I respect you and how you're dressed up. Yeah, yeah. This is how I respect myself. Completely. You know what I'm Both saying? so valid. So it's, it, it's interesting. You know, it's all interesting. And, so. and that ties back again to the perspective where, um, where you're saying, uh, you know, you feel comfortable in that. I feel my most comfortable in suit trousers. Mm -hmm. Like, People tell me, oh, are you not uncomfortable with this? I'm like, wallahi al-deen. In my three-piece, 
I could sleep in it. I could play ball in it. I could run. I could lay down on the beach. Like, I'm the most comfortable in it because, mm-hmm. like, I don't know why. <laughs> I'm just super, super comfortable. And I'm not just saying that. Like, literally, I feel more comfortable in that than in skinny jeans or sweats and stuff. And that's just how it is. It's There's no right or wrong. There's no better or worse. Like, I think that's the beauty of style is you get to see someone. You get to see someone's personality and character and how they exude themselves. Even if they say, when people say, oh, I'm not stylish, they actually, I think every single person is stylish in their own way. When people are like, oh, no, no, I'm not stylish. I don't know. I, I like, Can I just go buy a black t-shirt? I'm like, okay, let's go. And we'll go. I'm like, okay, well, this one, this one, this one, this one, or this one. And they're like, holy smokes. I, I, just, I just wanted a black t-shirt. I'm like, well, feel all five. And they're like, holy smokes. Yeah, I actually prefer this versus that. And here was someone that was just like, hey, let's just buy this. I don't care. Now they're delving into the differences between five black t-shirts. Mm-hmm. Everyone innately, if you do give time to something, will want to, you know, embark on that. So, 100%. I mean, it's the same thing tying back to, you know, what's the, the best, best song? What's the best, what's the best plane in the world? What's the best food in the, there's no best. Yeah. No, for but sure. But we can talk about this forever. All day, all day. <laughs> and I told you guys, this was Humam's no, specialty. Man, see, both of us, this, both this of us is, came into this, man. Yeah, I know, for sure, for sure, but... No, this is his respective field, and he is killing it, mashallah. He is absolutely bodying it. <laughs> Bro, my bad. But one thing to tie back, I think is super important, um, with first impressions, is also the hyping. That can be also an extreme. My first couple times at Fashion Week, my first couple times meeting influencers and Instagram models and people that I held up to high regards and celebrities and actors and whatever it is, when you hype also to a certain degree, you're putting them at a different playing field than you and you actually are on the same or you might actually have a lot more um, impact than they do, but you're revering this person without actually knowing the person. Um, or you can also tiptoe the line of alienating yourself from them or alienating them from you, um, even though the, the action was a positive one where you're hyping them. We need to dial that down because the best path um, is the middle one, the balanced one, the one with equilibrium. So you don't want to judge because who are you to judge? But you also don't want to hype too much because then you're putting someone in, onto a pedestal or revering them, and that may not be the case actually. Um, and both ends of the spectrum are, are too extreme. So, mm-hmm. which is how Sosasan taught us, and the middle path. Just keep that balance. 100%. Everything is a freaking balance. Like, and I, and I want to end off on that. Like, Life equals balance. I don't care what it is, man. What it is. So with this Confidence three-part series we did, it's been absolutely amazing. I loved it. I loved it because confidence is such a huge part of my life now. It is not how much I hear people talk about confidence. And it's like the moment my ears, it's like when you when you start driving a specific car and then all of a sudden now you start seeing it everywhere on the road. Like I literally opened my mind up last summer and ever since then it's been a topic that's been just everybody that's, whoever it is, it's just it's such a big thing. It's such a big thing. So confidence, confidence, confidence. Please make sure you take the time to build that, you know, make the time to respect and love yourself because it pays off dividends in the long run. So Oof. stay stay like positive. That. We'll talk about stay dividends up. in the next episode. <laughs> in the next episode. This Purposeful is a, investments. Holdings. Yes, 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 yes. All of that. But thank you guys very much for tuning in today. 
Uh, this was Dress for Confidence 3 Part Series. Anan is signing out. Thank you, everyone. Um, tying it back. <laughs> <laughs> uh, peace. Peace out.